This is Vikes Life, the podcast for all things Vikings lifestyle. Because it's all about you, the fans. What's up, fans? We're coming at you from the TCO studios at TCO Performance Center. This is the first episode of a brand new podcast. It's called Vikes Life, and we are going to talk about all things Vikings lifestyle off the field. We're giving you all the good, fun content because it's all about you, the fans. Each week, we'll dive into the world of Vikings lifestyle content, as well as interview some of your favorite characters, other on-air personalities, Vikings employees, alumni, even some players. So you're going to definitely want to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and check out our Vikes Life section at vikings.com. That'll have all the content where we cover each week. I'm your co-host, Alexa Score, your Vikings lifestyle correspondent, co-host of The Rundown, and host of On Board with Alexa Score. If you haven't seen those shows Be sure to check them out weekly at vikings.com or our Facebook watch page. Joining me is Felicia Johnson. What's up, Felicia? Hi, how are you? I am stellar. Felicia is your social media expert, among many other things around here. Running the internet, making the internet. (laughs) That's right, she invented it. (laughs) Yes, I made it all myself. I take all the credit. (laughs) The third of the three of us is Jackie Collins. Hello. Hey, Jackie. She is our producer extraordinaire and also another social contributor. So it's the three of us, and we're doing it. The three amigos. The three amigas. The three and musketeers. The three musketeers. Call it what you want. Either way, it's Vikes Life. So we want to start off with something called the Skull Social, where we go over some of the fun stuff that happened on social media this week. Um, one quick note. To start off, uh, Aunt Harris adopted a cat named Cookie. Yeah, so a couple weeks ago, the Minnesota Vikings partnered with Animal Humane Society, a personal favorite of mine. Both of my dogs are adopted from the Humane Society out in Golden Valley. And they went out and volunteered for Community Tuesday and did an event where they helped adopt animals out. And for every adoption, I was there. Yeah, that's I right. Was there too. Oh, Jackie, you were there too. They oh my adop- gosh, wasn't it fifty dollars for every adoption they donated to the, the Vikings? Do- yeah, the Vikings donated an extra fifty dollars for every animal that was adopted on this day, and it was so cool. I mean, we all fell in love with these dogs. First of all, that's hard not to. That's why I, I ended up with two. I'm not allowed to go back there <laughs> yeah. anymore because if I go to the Humane Society, I leave with another coming, pet. Yep. And I'm at capacity at my house. If I come home with another pet, I'm going to be in trouble. So Ant was there that day um, doing the Community Tuesday and ended up going back and scooping up a kitty cat. Yeah. And what the, the first one that he was going to get was named Ella, but she was sick and he couldn't bring her home. So instead he got a cat named Cookie, fell in love with another cat, and brought that cat home. And then lo and behold, Ella ended up being healthy enough to bring home, so he brought home two cats. I didn't which take him so for a great. cat guy, a cat lady. Right. But um, <laughs> who knew? Yeah. That's what we're giving you all the good info. You would never know. No. So Anthony Harris is at who's dat dude. You can spell that out on Instagram. But his cats also have an Instagram, too. So you can follow them at, at who's cool cats. That's H-O-O-S, cool cats, on Instagram. And you can see their cute little uh, furry faces whenever you want. 
the furriest Instagram in Minnesota. Uh, Trevor Simeon caught a fish at the Seattle Public Market. We've all been there, right? You know. I went to the public market last year when the team was out there for preseason, and it's one of those iconic places where you see the red sign in the middle, but then there's all these really cool little shops that you can walk around. But one of the biggest things that you can do is apparently catch a fish. I've never done it. I have no desire to do that. One, because I don't want my hands to stink like <laughs> fish. And I also just don't eat that much fish. But apparently it's this big thing that you do. Well, when I was there, it's this crazy thing. You're like walking through this market. And what happened to me was they like the guys working behind the counter at this this fish market part of the entire market. They have fun, a lot of fun with it, possibly too much. So when I was there, they I was not expecting it. They just launched this fish at me and it like hit me. Like I wasn't ready for it and I just got like kind of blindsided by this very large slimy fish. So it was like the person I was with fell over laughing and I was like what is happening I was completely unaware about this but you just apparently, got smacked with a fish yeah totally normal day. Trevor knew what was going on and caught the fish well he's got good hands he's a backup quarterback well I, and then he did launch it back too that's so good I, like I can that. appreciate that that's good news for us especially if they're slimy to be able to hold on to that fish there hey good put hands. them at wide we like that why yeah, not exactly <laughs> <laughs> um one of the craziest stories but probably my favorite is a Vikings fan named their baby Thielen. We all have heard crazy stories. Speci- there's People have an affinity for Adam Thielen. They really love Adam Thielen. It's a, a, something magical. So like, couple, There's something special about him, yes. It's insane. And he is obviously a hometown favorite for many, many reasons. But I remember last year after the London game when Adam Thielen did his soccer slide celebration where he kind of skids across the turf. Yeah, 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 yeah. A fan tweeted at the Vikings and sent us a, a picture of a tattoo that he got of that moment on his leg. A tattoo <laughs> of Adam Thielen doing the soccer slide. I'm not kidding. I'll have to find it and show it to you guys. It's incredible. He has this, like, aura. Like, people just, yeah, people gravitate him. towards him. Yeah. So in this specific case, uh, a guy in, guy in Iowa named Brian, Brian Woodkey, Woodkey yeah, um, got his wife, they're both Vikings fans, to agree to name their child Thielen, which is really funny. So there's a photo of that that we'll include in the Vikes Life section of the website, but I actually reached out to him to get some more explanation on why and give us some background story. So I know there's kind of mixed reviews on social media, but I personally am a big fan of this, and I think it's a cute name. It's actually a really cute name. Anyone can name their kid Adam, but there's something special about the name Thielen, especially if you're a Vikings fan. Most definitely. He told me, my wife and I have both been Vikings fans forever, and we've always bonded around watching the games on Sundays. When my wife was pregnant and we were spitballing names while watching the game, I just kind of mentioned that I really liked the name Thielen, and it stuck. And I've always been a fan of naming kids after people you admire and respect. Adam is an amazing role model on and off the field as a family man part of the, and part of the community. Knowing how he persevered from walk-on to reach the top of the league is a true testament to his character, and I hope that one day my son can be that kind of man. Thank you. My wife and I also just love the name. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, well, that changes everything. It does. Like, it's not just a super fan naming their kid Randy Moss, you know, Woodkey, <laughs> which would also be awesome for the record. <laughs> but he's naming him Thielen because of what Thielen it has done, because for, of his yeah. character. I think that's really awesome. Right. So not a little just, more backstory on why, because you can only get so much from a tweet and a picture. So I wanted to reach out to Brian. So thank you, Brian, for sharing your story with us. It's really, really awesome. And let's 
be clear here. He's not actually from Minnesota. He's living in Iowa. So the bar is set. Right. Okay. Lastly, the Dear Kyle video. We all watched it. I ugly cried. I'm not kidding. Wailed crying. Crying. At work twice. And I know the video. I've seen the video. And it still just strikes so many emotional chords. So can you explain what it is for anyone that hasn't seen it yet? Right. So the Dear Kyle video is a video that Vikings Entertainment Network put together. Um, It's uh, a number of letters that were written by people affected by Kyle Rudolph, who has done an incredible amount of work with the Masonic Children's Hospital, the University of Minnesota Foundation. Yeah. He has built this area called the Kyle Rudolph End Zone at Masonic Children's Hospital, and it's an area where um, not only sick children, but their families and their siblings can go play and get their minds off of being in the hospital. And it's such an incredible space that I have been there and heard patients say, I don't want to leave. Like, I have never, I've been in a lot of children's hospitals and certainly never seen kids who don't want to leave and want to be there. And so So powerful. This is so powerful. But his work in the community started long before he was even a part of the Masonic Children's Hospital or the Vikings. So it's an assortment of letters um, read out loud by the writers themselves. And you get to watch Kyle read them as well. Um, And obviously he gets very emotional, but... It's impossible not to because they are touching heartfelt stories and just so, so, so genuine. And we will share this video for anyone that has not seen it on Vikings.com in the Vikes Life section of the news portion of the website. But this video was developed for um, a nomination and entry for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award that is given out every year. And so the Will family and the Vikings have chosen Kyle as a stand-up member of the community. And so... Uh, Vikings Entertainment Network did a spectacular job putting this video together, and I'll so probably good. watch it three more times and cry again and again. I shared it on my Facebook page, and all the comments were like, I should not have opened this at work. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, all of my friends were like, I opened this at work, like over my lunch break, and now I'm a hot mess. My you makeup's need to grab all a tissue. Yeah. yeah. Men are crying, women are crying, we're all crying, but it also, you know, goes to show like, this football thing is so much greater than it what really happens is. on the field and the impacts that these players can have in the communities. I just would like to add that you can vote for Kyle in the Walter Payton Man of the Year Challenge, and the winner of this challenge gets extra money for their charity. Oh, my gosh. That so would be... if you do hashtag WPMOY challenge and then space Rudolph on Twitter – that counts as a vote, and retweets also count. Your votes actually do matter for this, and we can actually make a difference for the the children's hospital here in Minnesota. Absolutely. Let's do it. I am on board. Well, that's pretty much it for the um, major social moments this week. But what we wanted to do for this uh, first episode is throw it back to a really fun interview that we did a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was with Jay Matuzak. You might not recognize his name yet, but he is the guy on game days at U.S. Bank Stadium who bangs the big drum. He is so cool and has so much information and is so passionate about what he does. We're going to throw it back to that interview right now. So this is the school spotlight. We're here with Jay Matuzak. He's the guy who bangs on the drum for the skull chants. <laughs> wow, What's you say up, it like Jay? that. That's pretty cool. It is. Um, uh, not yeah. much. Not much. Um, thanks for letting me come in and talk about my experiences with the skull chant. And it's an important part of the game day. Yeah, it for feels like a it's, lot of people. Yeah, it feels like it's a bigger. It's getting bigger and bigger. Um, 
Uh, in fact, I just noticed uh, today that it's the second year. This is the birthday of the drum. Because two years ago, Stop. on this day, we actually played the drum for the first time. This is yeah. fate. I know. <laughs> if you what? have it, that, that is amazing. Thank yeah. you for sharing that information. Um, yeah. I mean, tell us how it feels. That's what I'm dying you know, to know. Because I watch you on game days, and I stand next to you, and my heart's racing, and you're getting pumped up, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I get pumped up, and then for some reason, when I get into it, I I, I lose. The, the aura of the crowd. Sure. It's just, I just focus and zone I turn into in. the zone. Yeah, yeah. And I watch my brother Joel, who's the our coach, the skull line coach, and he's helping time it. I mean, he's looking at his watch, pointing, do it now, do it now, do it now. And then he comes to a point where he just rolls his hand and says, go. Yeah. And that's when I really start picking it up. But I never really look at the crowd. I don't hear the crowd until I'm done. Yeah. And then when I'm done, then I turn on all this energy and I, I usually find myself bouncing and jumping around at the end of it because it's really exhilarating. It's really, really cool. And I guess I don't realize the impact until I go back and the Vikings put that video out of, of whoever's blowing the Gallahorn. Yeah. And I watch it and I go, oh my gosh, that's a lot of people clapping after two I drum get beats. chills and yeah. I see it, it every week. Cool. Yeah. Um, I've done it before. We did it, you know, at the Mall of America. I've done it there. Um, and I've done it in different places, you know, different schools and different venues and stuff like that. But there's nothing like doing it in that oh. stadium. My gosh, that's that's. Yeah. I, and you're <laughs> the so guy. Cool. Like, how unique is that? Um, I, I think I, I, I talk to my wife all the time because I've been drumming since I was a little kid, like five, six years old. In fact, my mother tells me that I've been drumming in the crib. And, and <laughs> you're banging on yeah, stuff all over like the place. The side of the crib, whatever. And get Making my hands noise. On. And I've taken lessons, and I've taught high school drumline. I've drummed in drum corps, and I've been in uh, wind groups, and I've been in hand percussion groups. And it all comes down to two well-timed drum beats. <laughs> right. Here I am after all so this year simple. of lessons and stuff, and it's like, doosh, doosh. that's all i got to do. It's important so work cool. that you're cool. doing. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, with that said, so many people would train to have that job. So, like, how do you get that job? Um, I've been with the Skull Line now 11 years. Um, this is the 11th year, season of the Skull Line. So I guess I'm one of the original, the OGs. Okay. Um, and and I, I have a feeling that's more like a seniority thing. Um, but it's it's just one of those things I've been around a long time. I've been around a while. And um, I just think I have that opportunity to do that. Like I said, I've been around 11 years with the Skull Line. It's kind of, yeah. you know, a perk. So <laughs> when you're not doing that on Sundays, can you talk yeah. a little bit about what you're doing for the rest of the week? Like, like my personal stuff. Your, your real life stuff. All right. I am. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a fifth grade teacher in St. Paul. I've been teaching elementary school for 22 years. Um, I taught sixth grade for a while. Uh, before then, and then and then they moved me to fifth grade so that they could accommodate some switching of grades and stuff like that. Um, on, I guess on Saturdays, I, I just kind of chill. Yeah. <laughs> You're like <laughs> resting. You're like the shoulders. Rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> like um, getting a massage. Stretching. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stretching. <laughs> yeah. Getting your arms ready for all that hard Sunday labor. One, push ups two. In. One, two. Yeah, do you Working have to on like, my rotator cuffs. how hard is it to actually bang that thing? Um, the The... Because it's intense. It takes a lot of, yeah, it takes a lot of energy. And, and I notice that if I'm not quite got it right, I have to readjust the grip or something like mm -hmm, that. Sure. But I feel it, and it, but I, I try not to let it be heard. Um, and my biggest concern is losing a mallet. And right. so I hang on to the two big mallets, and I just go, okay, let's go. Boom, white, boom. White white knuckle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hang on to them and hope that one of them doesn't fly out or something. And, and I'm always thinking, okay, well, if one flies out, you better be ready to go with one. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, oh, and my gosh. make it look good, because make it sound good. Cause, and that's something that's kind of funny, is everybody that I run into as we get ready to do the skull chant says, don't screw it up, Jay. Right. Don't screw it up. No, thanks for the pressure. I right. appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, no pressure. You know, don't don't mess this up. This is a big game today. Ah, thank you. No, yeah, thank yeah, you. you had it affect the outcome. <laughs> yeah. So, what happens 
God forbid this happens, but what happens if the actual drum itself breaks? Like, how? what is the maintenance like for the, that thing? The drum is actually quite thick. Um, it's heavy. It's, it's um, I mean, they have, it's, it's a ton, maybe even more. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's six feet. The head is six feet uh, from end to end like in diameter. Um, I'm six foot two, and I when we lay it flat, it's still about where my, my face is. Wow. And, and so we have to tilt it at that 45. So I don't think the drum itself is going to break. Um, it's, it's built like a, like a barrel. Okay. And so inside of it, it was built by, I think his name was Curtis Ingvoldstad. He's a local chainsaw artist. Okay. And he oh, cool. built it. And it looks, like I said, it looks like a barrel on the inside with a lot of iron hooping. Okay. A lot of iron. So a reinforced. Yeah. Um, so it's got iron on the bottom and the wheels got iron and, and, and there's a, a piece of like iron tube or iron pipe that goes through it that they can rotate it on. So yeah. the thing can rotate 360 degrees. Cool. Um, but we keep it at the 45 to, to hit it that way when we're up in the in the loft too or our perch too. Um, I'd, I'd be more concerned about the head breaking okay. that we're hitting because we are getting divots in it. And, yep. and you're yeah. like, okay, what happens if I go through that? Right. So, but, and, and like I said about the, the art on the outside is very intricate because he took a chainsaw and put a lot of Vikings motif stuff on it. Yeah. There's a ship on it, it's a skull. So you ever get a chance to just well, take a look so at the drum cool. itself. We'll have to maybe it's, take some photos and share that. Yeah, yeah we will. Cool. Definitely. Where's where does the drum live? Like, is it in a top secret location? It is. It's like in, in a hermetically vault? sealed. There's like three <laughs> keys you have to turn all at the same yeah. time. Count one, two, three, and turn. Um, originally, it was kept back by where the ship is, underneath uh, uh, underneath the stadium. Okay. But what happened was the humidity. Um, sure. Or, uh, it caused problems with the wood, and we could see some issues with the wood. So they put it in a special room that's kind of by where um, the tunnel is, where the team comes out. There's a room off to the side, and they put a humidifier in there. They have plastic in there to try to keep the wood. Temperature? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and there's it's guards. Like there's guards there. <laughs> drum. Um, there's big guards there with guns. And <laughs> so don't <laughs> even think about it. <laughs> and a magical <laughs> wand you have to have to actually get to the drum. No, no. Um, so it's it's a good time. And I don't. What's nice is that as a member of the skull line, we don't have to move it anywhere because yeah. it is heavy. So they have some some helpers that move it from place to place, and we just got to be where we got to be at the time. We got to do it. And the so. skull chant has changed over the last couple games now because we're doing it more often so do you want to talk a little bit more about that um we usually had done it in the pregame and yeah then usually what is it about third quarter fourth quarter mm-hmm. um and i know that the coach zimmer wants us to do it a lot more so that's kind of adding our little <laughs> little more bonus more to your to plate us. yeah yeah no which is cool we <laughs> right. love it we love it um but it, it's adding a lot more excitement we have to be more prepared mm-hmm. um, yeah to be up where we are because we like i said we're up in the perch and they move that drum which is right below where the gallahorn sits so we move up, move it, we move it, well, I don't move it, but they move it up there, and we kind of get prepared for um, a skull chant. So we really can't leave. We got, we're on call. Let's go. Um, so we do our skull line playing up there, and then we're ready with the drum when we need to do a skull chant. And of course, it, it depends on game time and, and where, yeah. who has the ball and, yeah. and what, the, you know, what the situation is. And so who knows? We could be in a big situation where it just needs to happen. So yeah. well, be ready. And I think that's what's most fascinating about it, like, when you're at the game, obviously these things just happen and, you know, you don't really think about the logistics behind it. But, I mean, there are people just moving this drum. This drum has details on it. Like, the drum has to be in a certain place. Yeah. You guys have to be in a certain place. There's so many moving parts all for this, like, magical, yeah. like, chant. Yeah, there's like a lot of production to go into it, even though, you know, it's a, you know, it's a 45 it's, second to a minute thing that we do. I mean, we got to yeah. be ready to go and, you know, cameras on you go. And yeah. That's Let's do the chant. You know? And it's like a well-oiled machine. It's cool that you have such an impact on the outcome of the game, too. Because as Coach Zimmer knows, and the reason that he wants to do it more is because it gets the fans excited and it's a loud place to play. So when opponents come in there, 
they're fearing the fact that the school chant's happening. So the yeah. fact that you have influence on that is actually really cool. Well, we play, well, there's been times where we've played the skull chant up on our perch, yeah. and something has immediately happened after that, where it would be like a, 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 an interception or a fumble. There's been times where we're like, we did that. They should just yeah. add you. Yeah, you got to be on awesome. the roster. Fifth grade yeah. teacher. Yeah. yeah. Making it happen. That's Winning so cool. football games. First football team. <laughs> just with a drum. That's it. What do your kids, your students think yeah. about what you do? How Do you talk to them about it? Do they I, see you? I am the coolest teacher. Oh, school. my God. <laughs> well, not only as a Vikings, with, 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 as a drum with the skull. You might but, be the coolest the, teacher oh my God. in yeah, Minnesota. The, well, <laughs> you know how teachers are like, clap twice if you hear me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like to get kids attention. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just bangs this drum so and then they're all ready for chanting. math problems. Um, yes, actually, we did uh, when they were wanted those uh, skull chants for you know last year when we were in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I had brought a drum, um, one of the skull line drums, and did a skull chant, recorded that, and sent that in to you know to have them watch it. My kids loved it. My gosh, the whole school was all like. Schools, yeah. go, go. They're like, you know, of course, it's little kids doing it, so it's a little bit more different of a pitch. But it's Who cool. Who doesn't love the skull chant? Alexa, you should talk a little bit more about your obsession with the skull chant challenge because I feel like Jay will sincerely appreciate what you're trying to do. <laughs> right. Well, I've just been trying to do it in the most obscure places. I mean, even when it's not football season. So I speak at a number of high schools around the country okay. throughout the year. and. I was at a conference, a leadership conference out in California a couple months ago, and like I had this whole gymnasium, and I had spoke for an hour, and then I had a Q&A, and somehow like the Vikings came up, and we one kid in there was like, Kirk Cousins, Skull, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. And then I was like, do you know the Skull chant? And he's like, yeah. So he like came down to the middle of the gym. There's thousands of kids on both sides, and they just... He starts the skull chant, and everyone figured it out and did it. It was a really cool moment. And then this summer, I was on the lake, and I was at um, a sandbar, and there's all these boats tied up all around. And all of a sudden, I just, like, have someone yell and get everyone's attention. And I, like, stood on the front of this boat, just with my arms to the sides. Like, don't have to say anything. And people were just like, okay. They know what we know do. what we know exactly what we're about to do. It's and the so, universal sign for yes. all Vikings fans. Yes, it, it's so, cool because so I've been fun. to high school football games and they'll start them there. Sure. And my, and my wife or my kids or my friends will go, "Dude, you do that at the stadium." And I just watch the kids go, "School, school." Yeah. I'm just like, "You don't know who you have in the stadium." <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. Do Keep you need me straight. to come my, down there and bang that on. drum? <laughs> yeah. So awesome. Well, you definitely have one of the coolest jobs. I think that's fair to say. If you had to describe game day, like the atmosphere in there, in three words, how would you describe it? Electric. Okay. <laughs> is that three words? Yeah. No. Um, yeah, it is. It is. It's very electric. It's very exciting. And yeah. It kind of builds. You know what I mean? That's more than three words. I should probably. That's okay. I'm a teacher. I should it be takes... able to count. <laughs> no. how many words I say. I think <laughs> that that just goes to tell and goes to show you how excited you really are, and you know how much you get it. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's cool. It is a lot of fun. So, are cool. you a Vikings fan? Yes, by, I have been by trade. By trade, yeah. Okay. Living in Minnesota for a while, a good chunk of my life. And my son was born in '98, so that was kind of a oh, connection. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. when they my came. Like, did you name yeah. him Randy? Yeah. No, I did. Was not it Randy, Randy, Chris, or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my wife wouldn't let me let me name him Randy? Darn it! Dang. So yeah, I've been I've been a fan at least holding a little baby watching '98 was pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. So, yeah. That's so now my kids are a lot older and they'll come to the games and you know they'll get their Instagrams out or their, yeah. their Snapchats yeah. and go, like, oh, "That's my dad. That's my dad." It all comes <laughs> full circle now, isn't yeah. that funny? It's way cool. Yeah. My oldest son actually plays with the uh, in the drumline for the the Gophers. Oh wow! So Excellent. We got a family full of percussionists. You are a true Minnesotan and, yeah. through and through. Yeah. 
very cool. Well, you're you're going to have to come up with a chant for the ghosts then. And Yeah, no, that's yeah. ours. That's okay. <laughs> they can borrow we'll it. it. We'll keep it there. We want ownership of we'll it. We'll keep it here. Yeah, we'll keep it here. <laughs> well, we so appreciate all that you do on game days, but also for coming in and sharing your story cool. and telling the fans all about your game day experience. It really is cool. What is going to happen when Alexa comes up to you on game day and asks to do the school chant <laughs> drum? Like, are you going to let her do that? Security She's a liability. Have she is a liability. <laughs> we'll have to audition. Yeah. Oh, love it. I have to have an audition. All right, fine. I'm going to start training. <laughs> all right. These shoulders, I'm like, all right, I can do this. Too She's well small timed. but mighty. Cut to like the Rocky scene where, like, dun, dun, you know, like he's training. Take in the stairs early a few morning. times yeah. up and down to the third level. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I love it. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much, Jay. Yep, you're welcome. Thanks for letting me come in. Oh my gosh. Jay is such a character. Um, we so hope you interviewed that. Interviewed that. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we did interviewing him and hanging out with him here in the studio. So much fun. We are going to have all kinds of interviews and guests like that throughout the season. So if you guys have any ideas or if you're like, hey, we really want to hear from this person, send us your ideas by hashtagging Bikes Life on social media. And in addition to that, be sure to visit the Vikes Life section of Vikings.com. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe and uh, give us your feedback. We want to hear from you. This podcast is all about you, the fans. So let us know what you think. Tune in this Sunday for the game Vikings vs. Dolphins. It is at U.S. Bank Stadium, 12 noon. And if you're there, be sure to look for me. I'm running around filming on board with Alexa Score before and during the game, as well as on the field uh, doing Snapchat during the game. So give me a holler. Run me down. Tap me on the shoulder. Yell at me. Just don't run her over. Just don't still run need her. her. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You can do to get my attention, please do. I want to see all your craziest outfits and hear your craziest stories. So definitely track me down. Thank you so much for listening. This is Vikes Life with Alexa Score and Felicia Johnson, produced by Jackie Collins. We appreciate you listening, and we will catch you next week.